Hi, Julia. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. So, welcome <laughs> to another episode of Getting Literate. Hey, girls and guys and theys and them. Ladies, gaties, ladies, fans of Julia and gaties. Yeah. Yeah. Mateys. Yeah. yeah. For all our pirates. Yeah. I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> what are we reading, Miss Tired Katie? Uh, we read The Starless Sea, which I always want to say is Under the Starless Sea, and I don't know why, but it is The Starless Sea by Aaron Morgenstern. I thought it would be like a book, The Starless Sea. I know. I know. Anyway. Maybe it's Under the Deep Blue Sea. That's what I'm maybe. thinking. Thousand Leagues Under. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what are we drinking? Oh my fucking God. Because we do that on this podcast. We drink. We're drinking a Starless Bee's Knees. It's just the bee's knees, but we made it with black raspberry gin. Yeah, because I felt sexy. This book was sexy. This book was so sexy. Anyway, here's a bit about it. Far beneath the surface of the earth, upon the shores of the starless sea, there is a labyrinthine collection of tunnels and rooms filled with stories. The entryways that lead to the sanctuary are often hidden, but those who seek will find. Their doors have been waiting for them. Zachary Ezra Rollins is searching for his door, though he does not know it. When he discovers a mysterious book in the stacks of his campus library, he begins to read and is entranced. Suddenly, a turn of the page brings Zachary to a story from his own childhood. A bee, a key, and a sword emblazoned on the book lead Zachary to two people who will change the course of his life. Mirabelle, a fierce pink-haired painter, and Dorian, a handsome barefoot man with shifting alliances. Amid twisting tunnels filled with books, gilded ballrooms, yeah, and wine-dark shores, Zachary falls into an intoxicating world soaked in romance and mystery. But a, a battle is raging over the fate of this place, and though there are those who would willingly sacrifice everything to protect it, there are just as many intent on its destruction. As Zachary, Mirabel, and Dorian venture deeper into the space and its histories and myths, searching for answers and one another, a timeless story unspools, casting a spell of pirates, painters, lovers, liars, and ships that sail upon a starless sea. <laughs> that was a long fucking synopsis. Yeah, really. Holy shit. I know. You were. You kept going. I kept going. You were like halfway through, and I was like, oh, we're, we're done. We're no, in. I had to take a deep breath to keep going, because fuck. That's why I was up till 6 a.m. finishing this book. <laughs> it's a long one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it's not that bad. It's like definitely shorter than... Uh, Ninth Kingdom, and then I was like, no, it's still 600 pages. Oh, Ninth House? Yeah. Yeah. We read Mary Ventura in the Ninth Kingdom, and now I call it Ninth Kingdom, and so no, Ninth House, fair. how my brain equaled the... That's fair. I just yeah. figured I'd clarify. Thanks. Yeah. Again, sleep deprivation. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's definitely longer, because yeah. Ninth House had that stupid fucking size, yeah. so it was shorter. Yeah. But yeah, so we read this, which is written by the woman who wrote... Um, the Night Circus. Yeah, that's what it is. Cute, fun, funky. Honest to God, I can't even remember what you said. It was synopsis of this goddamn book because it was so long that I was like... Falling asleep during it? Yeah, exactly. Katie, did you give it four and a half stars? I gave it four. Wow. I gave it four. I guess I have to drink half a drink of this delicious drink. It's tasty. It's tasty. Yeah, I feel like you gave it five. Yeah, I did. I feel like this book was actually fucking tailor-made for you. I feel like this book was fucking <laughs> tailor-made for me. Holy shit. That's literally one of my points of discussion. I love it. 
What's yeah. in the top three, though, given that this book is very much so? Like, I was like, Jesus Christ, did Julia write this? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, the writing. Of Drink. course. Yep. Cool, fun, cute, um, Especially the short story about the moon at the end. Oh, bitch. Drink, because that's, that's on my top three, too. Good. Um, cat. Just looking into a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, the bees in the kitchen. Those I little guys. Them. Can I quote them? I Please love do. them so Please much. Do. We okay. need to quote in a minute. I know. Like a proper one. We'll have to have a podcast in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like a mm, like another thing. Oh, I love the bees though. I know. Okay, this is what they say. So basically, Zachary like meets them and he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" And yeah. the bees are like, "Who are we? You said you love us. Like what? What?" <laughs> that was so funny. And Zachary was like, "I did not." And it was like, "Yes, you did. You gave us cupcakes." And that's it. That's it. Yeah. And then um. Absolutely, my fucking boys too. And then Zachary's like, "You're the kitchen," and the bees are like, "In that place, we are the kitchen, but here we are ourselves." And he's like, "Okay, you're bees," and they're like, "We like bees. Would you care for a refreshment? We can turn honey into anything, anything, anything you can imagine. We're very good as it. We have had a lot of practice. We can give you the idea of a cook like it would taste real, very real, exactly like real cake, only smaller. Would you like a cupcake?" And Zachary's like. No. Oh yeah, they're freaky. And they're like, "Would you like two cupcakes?" And Zachary's like, "I'm still no." Like he's literally like been fighting for his fucking life. He's dead. Point. He's like, fully he's dead. Dead. And the bees are like, "We know you better. You would like a cocktail and a cupcake. Yes, yes, that would be better." <laughs> and before he can even respond, the bees nudge him over to a little table which has a frosted coupe glass with lemon bright liquid and a small cupcake decorated with a much smaller bee. And so Zachary then he takes a sip of the cocktail and he's like. Oh, a bee's knees <laughs> and so that's why we're drinking what we're drinking yeah oh i love the bees they're insane i love them, they're I love so, them so much they're so cute like they're also the size of fucking like they're big right they're big bees like cats i think they're huge i wrote all over the part of the bees i love this <laughs> i love them you wrote on it yeah oh my god i'm so proud of you oh i wrote on it i folded the corner they're giant bees they're huge they're, they're big boy bees. They're big. They're, they're, they're giant. Beaky bees. Yeah. Bees the size of cats. Yeah. They're huge. Okay. What was your top three? Was that three? Yeah. Writing, bees, cat. Oh, right. Cat the person, not cat the cat. Mm-hmm. Which I was dumb. I will tell you that in a minute. Um, oh, God. My top three, Dorian. Hot, sexy, Isn't that the gayest incredible. So fucking gay. <sighs> so Somehow fucking hotter gay. because of it. Yeah. Um, the innkeeper story. Oh with the my sun god! And the moon made me cry. I love that. Genuinely cry. Genuinely so good. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? When they were describing the harbor, like when he <gasps> first arrived, when he was kind of just like spending time there, because mm-hmm. basically it's like I don't know this weird little underground thing, but it's not actually underground. It's like outside of time, but it's not outside of time, and it's fucking weird. But like, it's all books. And, like, everything is, like, cozy and it's, like, made for, like, your tastes and, like, the kitchen, who are the bees, as we find out. Like, you just, like, send them down a little note. Especially when he was, like, all the dumplings, please. And they sent him up, like, a fucking buffet worth of dumplings. I was, like, I wish I was you, Zachary. I wish I was you. (laughs) But everything about the harbor just made me want to, like, live there. It's, like, please let me do that. Yeah. Yeah, literally. 
other layer. It just be so cozy and cute and nice. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. What's on your worst? <laughs> okay. Um, the Owl King, how is he, he's described as just a skinty little man with an owl head. Yeah. Hated that. Hated that. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes he was an owl. Yeah. It was. But that specific image mm, is fair. my That's worst. Fair. That's fair. Um, when Dorian kills Zachary while he's sobbing. You don't have to drink because it's one of my worst, but oh my god, yeah, that was devastating. Yeah. Okay, and when the keeper kisses Mirabel before you know that he's time and she's fate, and you think this really old man is just kissing this 20-something girl I he watched grow up. fully thought that he was Simon. And then he was, like, making out with Mirabel, and I was like... He wasn't even making out with her. That it was, was a real, somehow it was, better. He was, like, kissing her collarbone. And, like, taking her, her like, sleeve off or something. It was, like, uh-huh. so fucking intimate. I was like, <laughs> I, this is an incest book. I gotta go. Like, I can't do this you right now. You know Miss Morgenstein would not do us that No, night. I know, but I was just like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, that was not a cute moment. No. Mm. Fun. Was yeah. that two? That was three. It was three. That was three. Yes, it was. Yes. What are your top worst three? Rhyme. I hated her. Oh, really? I would, one of my talking points is what do you think about Rhyme? She's a bitch. What's the point? Yeah. Who was she? Why what did was I her point? Care? Why like, did I care? Like, she really, her only purpose was she got a book and gave it to Zachary. Yeah. And then also, and then at the end when she leaves, they stick her in like a schoolgirl uniform. I'm like, what's so the fucking, fucking funny? What are we doing no, that's here? so fucking funny. <laughs> no, it was fucking hilarious. But I was like, who are you and what is your purpose? Like, what? they didn't stick her. She voluntarily was like, I think she was wearing it under her fucking robe the whole time. She was done it for hundreds of years. And she's like, I will just exist in my little in my little kilt. Yeah. Kind of a vibe to be honest. Like, what? I don't know. She's just, she she's said Halloween is every day. Yeah. Also, the fact that like she still has a tongue, she just didn't use it. Yeah. Iconic. It's <laughs> like, okay, cool, girly. She was weird and I, I didn't like her and I didn't want her there ever. Anytime she showed up, I was like, get away. Um I hated, and I know this is probably something that you liked, but I hate when books make specific cultural references. Mm-hmm. That no, I place definitely them see that. so distinctly in the uh-huh. time period. Like, yeah, I totally get that. Every time they talked about like Narnia, even I was like, Ugh. yeah, or like the specific video games they mentioned. Yeah, I was just like, I like it better when books feel a little bit timeless. Like, and yes. like the stories that she had in there, because there's like the overall narrative, which ties into like these stories that you get scattered throughout mm-hmm. that are like in, like the innkeeper story and stuff like that. Those are timeless. Those feel very, but like, it doesn't, I don't know. Like, you can even have phones and stuff and talk about it, but I'm just like, don't do this to me. Narnia. Like, you're placing it too fucking, it's too temporal. Yes. And I don't like it. Yeah. Especially, like, even when they were in, like, New York and they were like, oh, we're in the Strand. We're in Starbucks. I'm just like, I don't know. Get out I didn't there. mind the Strand and Starbucks. Also, because the Starbucks mm. was so funny. The Starbucks was fucking hilarious. But just like the actual fact of like the very specific location and like the name. Like, I was just like, why are we so focused on putting this into like time and place? Which I, mm, I mean, well, given the like, rest of the time book, and place is a whole, is a whole thing. thing in this book. Like, I just don't like it in books in general. I know. So I know. Really, I agree. Yeah. I agree 100%. Um, and then, yeah, speaking of time and place, uh, this was so fucking much going on in here. So much going 
which is why I lost a star. I was like, I, I what the hell? <laughs> like, you have, there's too many ends for me to actually fucking follow what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get it, which is why I thought the keeper was Simon making out with his daughter. <laughs> but also, his daughter was conceived outside of time, so she's, like, immortal. But also, there was, I don't, too much. What was the giant bunny? The moon. The celestial hair. Yeah. Uh, She said, I will simply hop around walking for chumps. But then she was also a person. But then she was also the innkeeper's wife. But then she was also, I don't know. The moon? The moon can be a bunch of bitches. You're right. You're very right. The moon is a bunch of bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Her face changes so often. (laughs) The moon is for the girlies. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, okay, fair. There was just so much going on that I found it so hard to follow that I was... And, like, also, I was just, like... Especially, okay, Night Circus had so much going on. And yes. then it had one single resolution at the end. Yeah. And it was timeless. Yeah. Even though it was set in different time and periods, it was very specific it was about that yeah. time period. Like, it had dates. Yeah. And this one was just, like, uh, I don't know. There was something off about the way that she was doing out here. Yeah, when Kat was playing Dark Souls, I was like, no. Honestly, everything that Kat did in that last half, I was like, this wasn't super necessary. I didn't need her notebook. Okay, yeah, that was something I was going to bring up. I was like, oh, I just fucking need the fuck out of that shit. (laughs) Welcome to Getting Literary. We get injured. (laughs) (laughs) Getting injured with the girlies. That's our subtitle for this episode. (laughs) Uh, Oh my god. Um... Yeah, like, I, I was reading this book, and I was like, okay, this is nice, but also, like, why do we care so much about Kat in the yeah. beginning of this book? Because she hasn't shown up in a while. Like, I was like, how is she going to show up in the narrative? And then she showed up in the narrative as, like, I'm friends with Zachary, and also, I'm here to show you how long time has passed in the above world while this underworld thing is happening. Yeah. Also, I think she's the next wave of the... Yeah. Starless Sea? Like, she initiates the next wave of the Starless Sea? I think so. Yeah. But then it was also just, like, there were so many weird little pieces of it that I was like, what? What the fuck? What the fuck? I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I was like, I liked that we had that, like, oh, here's what's actually been happening. IRL, because Mm -hmm. this... It was so hard to follow sometimes. Yeah. Where they were, what they were doing. There was, like, eight fucking levels of harbors that they had to go into. And then there was, like, the Honey Sea, but that wasn't the Starless Sea, but it was. And then he was dead, and then he was I'm like, what the fuck is The happening? Honey Sea was the Starless Sea. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is like, at first you're like, oh, the Starless Sea is literally a dark expanse of nothingness. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, no, actually, it's just the honey really receded. Yeah. I'm Which like, is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then there's, like, the mountain and the snow, and that uh, bit when he was like, yes, I am home now, and Dorian mm-hmm. is actually just my, like, husband, and we've been married for four years, and I'm having episodes. I was like, what is happening? It was so hard to follow. So I appreciated the fact that we got, like, an actual grounded in reality point of view from her, but it was too much reference. <laughs> too grounded in reality. Yeah. She, her points of view lacked whimsy. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very jarring in a very whimsy book. 
Yeah. And then otherwise, very Lindsay Duff. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yes. They kept saying it's dangerous to go alone. That's a Legend of Zelda reference. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I figured. But I was like, Julia will know. Yeah. Once again, Taylor fucking made for you. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. So it's about books and it's about whimsical things and pirates and bees and like birds and stuff <laughs> and the moon and all of these different stories and then also video games and like not just video games they kept referencing the most iconic quote from my favorite series of video games yeah so, thank you Aaron. yeah like and then also like the night circus is one of your favorite books of all time yeah like i was like this is does she know julia <laughs> what the hell is going on <laughs> like what the fuck but yeah i was like okay i think that's it but i don't know and i'm just I'm just gonna ask you because I'm sure that you do so yeah 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 (laughs) this book was insane I know it was insane yeah and it started so weird it took me a hot minute to get past the first like 20 pages I'm not gonna lie I couldn't comprehend what was going on with the excerpts Mm. the fact that she started with excerpts from the one book sweet sorrows or whatever i was like what do we get is this just a bunch of stories <laughs> like two page stories what the fuck huh and then yeah i don't know also things didn't really get resolved what the hell was that meeting of the owls i know right that like that you're talking about like Jocelyn Keating's meeting of the yeah. owls, right? It was pretty weird. And and Dorian, such the innkeeper, who were the stars? And he was like, where yeah. are the stars? So, like, but also the owls were flying and very mean. Yeah. And then also, I think he killed the owl king, Dorian. Yeah. But then he also killed Zachary. So is Zachary the owl king? I don't know. What the the whole last bit feels like a fever dream. Yeah. It reads like a fever dream. It makes you think you're in one. Yeah. Like, again, reading this five, six in the morning before I have slept. Like, it's been 20 hours since I have slept. No, that's it's more than that at this point. It's definitely more than that. At that point, it was also more than that. But I'm like, this is just because I'm tired, right? And then I went back and, like, read through it again this morning. I was like, no, this made no fucking sense at all. Like, what the hell is going on? And, yeah. I liked it. It was just, there was a lot. There was a lot to try to follow. The ending was crazy. Yeah. The ending was, like, very hard to follow. Just because, like, the the first few acts were, like, kind of slower paced. And they then were it was, super like, slow. an avalanche. Yeah. They were very slow paced. Yeah. Like, we were hitting, like, this, the midpoint of the book, I want to say. Like, genuinely, like, it was... Yeah, I was at, like, page, like, 270, and I was like, so this is probably wrapping up soon, right? Because, like, we haven't done a whole lot, but we've learned a lot, and there can't be... She's not going to pack, like, this much into the second half of the fucking book, because why would she spend so much goddamn time just... And then, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So every page, I have to read twice, because I... What? The Owl King and Honey and Lenore, Eleanor... And Max Mirabelle and Simon Keating. Like, there's a lot of threads that you had to follow in this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a lot of threads. 
Because, yeah. Like, she had the, the fucking, like, story excerpts. Mm-hmm. And then if he didn't pick up on the specific detail from that, and then she went to bring something up later, you'd be like, what? Where is this from? Yeah. Like, who's, huh? What are you talking about? I don't know. Um, can we talk about the sexy villain that is Allegra? Oh, she was hot. Allegra Cavallo? Yeah, she was hot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I thought of you when uh, we met her. I was like, oh, Katie's going to relate to her. Yeah. Katie's going to fall in love with her. Yeah, absolutely. At the beginning, I was like, she kind of has a point. How she was like, oh my God, could you imagine becoming a tourist trap? I was like, disgusting. You're absolutely yeah. right, Allegra. That would totally happen in the world of Starbucks and Insta tourism and influencers. Yeah, I was like, Allegra, oh my God, you're so right. Do you want to make out now? Like, <laughs> hmm, I 100% agree with all of your points. <laughs> but no, I mean, she was though. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was right about that. Yeah. She also, she had that one... Um, bit where she was like, yeah, okay. No, I see how this is. Like, you've hung out with Mirabelle and Dorian for, like, all of 24 fucking hours, and now you're on their side, and you've cast me as a villain. Cool. Great. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You do you. I was like, she's right. We haven't known you for too long, and already we think you're evil. Just because you wear a big white fur coat. <laughs> you're giving Cruella to Phil. Like, truly. <laughs> like, even the fucking, what is it, heterochromia? Where you've got oh, different yeah. color red eyes. Yeah. But it's the fact that she literally sacrificed an eye okay but how come she had two eyes if like was it like a figurative sacrifice instead of a literal one i think that's why rhyme still had a tongue oh because it's like yeah you give up your tongue but like it's still there the actual use of it Mm. yeah but again she just got to start speaking again whereas allegra just like fully couldn't use her eye she had like cataract forever well i think it's because like it the place was dying like, maybe if Allegra had lived. Oh, Allegra ended so abruptly. That part she saddened really me. She really did. That was upsetting. Uh-huh. I was like, how the fuck did Dorian survive? Mm-hmm. Oh, he had the blessing from the keeper. Yeah, I guess so. Still. I think. No, Zachary got it. Oh, fuck. How the fuck did... Love. <laughs> You're right. Thank you, JK Rowling. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> How fucking dare you? Like, that is the biggest insult. Jesus Christ. No. Um, I hated Mirabelle by the end. Same. I despised her. I hated her so much when she fucking left Zachary in the darkness. Oh, yeah. I was like, what a bitch. That whole fucking scene when she's just, like, chilling in, like, the wine cellar or whatever, and she was, like, obviously, like, tanked. And she was <laughs> that like, part was so funny. what the fuck do you want? I was like... You're not nice. Okay, that part was so funny. It's like, you're evil. There's something fishy going on. It was fucking hilarious. You're not yeah. nice. Yeah. He was like, how deep is it? And she was like, okay. It was the fucking champagne bottle. I was like, you could just say, like, it's very deep. <laughs> There's no need no, for all of this, no, girl. No, no, no. This bitch is dramatic. Oh, my God. She so was. She so I was. resonate. I feel like in the nicest way, like, I'm Kat and you're Mirabelle just because oh, of the drama. Yeah. Yeah. No, if I was, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a dog when they see so their their own reflection in the mirror. You're like, yeah, like, I don't know who this bitch is, but I don't like her. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I could absolutely. I would 100 percent do exactly everything she did. Um, one the of drama, the, f- the vibes. One of the funniest cat quote. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, she gave me an opaque plastic cup. She is Mirabelle. Hmm. 
She gave me an opaque plastic cup identical to the one I'd abandoned inside, but with better bourbon in it, on the rocks. I accepted because Mysterious Ladies offering bourbon under the stars is very much my aesthetic. Okay, see, that's what it was. It was, it was so, way too modern in the way she was talking. Way too modern. It felt like I was reading somebody's blog, yeah. which I know is what it was supposed to be. Like, uh-huh. it's like her journal or whatever. Uh-huh. But I was like, it's so my aesthetic. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, well, this is a Mirabelle quote. Mm-hmm. The weather. It's like a poem where oh, stop, each word that. is more than one thing at once and everything's a metaphor. The meaning condensed into rhythm and sound and spaces between sentences. It's all intense and sharp, like the cold and the wind. You could just say it's cold. Yeah, but I like that. I was on Mirabelle's side for that one. I was like, She's Okay, right. I love that. And that's why I included it in a quote I wanted to read for the podcast because it's beautiful, but yeah. also like but also having just finished a three-hour poetry seminar, I'm like, everyone shut the fuck up and just say what you mean. Yeah, literally. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah. (laughs) We're vibing. I'm like trying to figure out how the fuck Dorian survived, and I genuinely couldn't tell you. Yeah. There's even a part where Dorian's like, I don't know how I survived that. (laughs) Yeah. I think he... Nope. Yeah. He just falls. Yeah. I'm more of a cocktail guy, Zachary says, though yeah, he is are. also of the opinion that sparkling wine is an anytime beverage and appreciates Mirabelle's style. That part is so funny. Very so funny. I just wanted, you know what I want? Is I just wanted like 600 pages of him like being cozy and living in the harbor. I was like, I uh, like these best. <laughs> my <laughs> God. In his best like Oxford professor get up. Oh my God. Living his little like gay life with Dorian. Like know, Dorian, right? like that's the and he chose yeah. that for himself. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, this kid is hot because he was checking him out at the bar. But then Zachary's like, what's your name? And he's like, Dorian. Like, Glock. that is the biggest come on I think he oh, could ever. Absolutely, 100%. Have. But everything, every interaction they had, perfection. I loved that. Yeah. Also, I don't know about you, but I was reading this book. And, like, they made it out so early that he was gay. Uh, yeah. And every time I was like, is she a love interest? No way she can't be. Is this? No, no. literally. <laughs> literally. I was like, and then, because it starts with the pirate and the girl. Uh-huh. And I was like, so she's the girl and he's the pirate, right? Because Dorian has a pirate name. Uh-huh. It's a gay-ass pirate name. But it's, uh-huh. like, I was like, this is him, right? And I was like, wait, no. But are they? They're together. <laughs> There's, like, enemies to lovers there. No, it's just enemies to enemies. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) but the whole time, even, like, as he's, like, "Mm." like, there was a quote early on where he was, like, talking to Dorian, like, under, like, the street lamp or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, and then the nervousness, like, turned to something else that he didn't know the name for. And I was, like, oh, hot. But then I was, like, nah. Nah, that's just bros. (laughs) No. They're just besties. Yeah. Mirabelle's a love interest. So, what the fuck? Mm Mm-hmm. I want to know how she got the fucking code from Starbucks. There was a lot of shit that was just, like, sprinkled here and there. And I was like, I... She knew the secret words to say. I know, but, like, what? Uh, Dorian used to work there. So maybe after Dorian... He worked at the Starbucks? No, he used to work at the Collector's Club. And she got the code for the Collector's Club. Yeah, but she got it from Starbucks. I know, but I'm just saying, maybe after Dorian tried to kill her and then he failed, so then he switched sides, he told her all the protocols of the Collecting Club so that she could infiltrate. Do you know what we need for this fucking book? 
one of those serial killer cork boards with all the red strings. Yes, we do. <laughs> I, I like there was so much shit going on that I was like, we. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what we need. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. I was trying to match it together in my brain, and I was like, I can't. I don't. There's so many moving pieces. Mm-hmm. There's six books in this book. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite book? Of the books that they had? Mm-hmm. Great question. I, yeah, I'm here to interview. So. I, that, okay, instead of books, no. can we do storylines? Because no, the, I want to know which of your favorite books. Storylines were in a different, okay, well then I'm going to. Oh, no, okay, you can in a second, mm-hmm. but I want to first mm-hmm. know what, if you liked Dorian's Sorrows, book, Fables, Fables, and fortunes uh-huh fortunes and fables uh-huh or um simon and eleanor okay then fables and fortunes mm. it okay. had the moon in keeper story it did yeah it did how about you i like simon and eleanor i was gonna say that but i didn't love it like at the end it kind of soured on me it made me so sad i know like i loved it it was heartbreaking but i think the thing that got to me when simon was like i will simply get lost in time yeah like i didn't like how it ended like that i wish like it had ended yeah. in like just heartbreak and sorrow oh, yeah. i thought he killed himself oh, that would have been such a better ending. right because there's a whole bit where zachary's like walking through like the not crypt crypt uh-huh. and everybody's got like paper all over them and uh-huh. he's got like literally like the statue of simon has like a piece of paper over his wrist that says he didn't want to be here anymore i know I was like, that's a suicide that's a suicide no like come on <laughs> What? And then he was just, like, wandering. He simply lost his arm, or his hand. That's why the wrist was gone. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Is he the hand? <laughs> Maybe. So um, yeah. No, there was so much going on. Just so much. Like, and just, like, little details like that that, like, threw you also, off, but also you had to put them together in the proper place to get. I have a couple questions. Was Mirabelle the one leaving him those random notes? And also, if so, why? Which ones? Like, oh, fine. Give the keys to the bee lady. I don't know. Or was that rhyme? I feel like it was rhyme. But again, I fucking hate rhyme. Not explained. (laughs) Also, just. What the fuck? I don't. There's so much going on. I don't get it. Also. It was so confusing when. Okay, do you know what this book feels like? What? It feels like The Shining. Yeah, but like <laughs> weirder. Being in it. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like, like being in The Shining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Okay, so you know how. Zachary's trudging around and he co- comes upon that tent which is like the Weasley tent and there's a oh, coat yeah. outside the tent and he's like oh my god that's Dorian's coat but it wasn't it Dorian's. was Simon's coat oh I'm a dumb bitch you got no. the names confused it's all good but I was just like they made a big deal about the coat yeah when they were talking about Simon's story and they were like oh when he meets the coat again it will not belong to him and I was like what the fuck oh but then it was just like well i'll put the coat on okay but my favorite thing about the simon eleanor 
her story is how it ends like she's like look at that random dude with one hand waving at us let's go pick him up oh literally i loved that (laughs) i loved that yeah yeah i loved i loved eleanor me too she was cute she was super cute maybe she's a bunny but then again i'm like what is the bunny symbolism like why do we have it there was so much there was a lot of symbolism what were the cats about I kept thinking they were, like, dead people. Like, people kept disappearing, and I'd be like, they just turned into cats. Well, and then there was that one fucking cat that was following him around, and they were like, oh, Mm -hmm. find the man lost in time. I was like, it's the cat. (laughs) It's the cat. Find find the cat and talk. And then he was like, can you talk? And the cat's like, no, and walks away. (laughs) And that's the last we fucking see of the cat. I thought the cat was with him on the boat at the end. I have no idea. The cat was with him at the boat on the end. Well, either way. (laughs) Because Dorian found the cat. All right. And he was like, oh. But also, like... Can you talk? No. That's so what iconic. Actually, I respect that. Oh, I respect the hell out of it. But just like, like interaction more than any other interaction in this book. <laughs> no, I think the interaction between Allegra and Zachary when he was like, she was like, I will simply cut you. <laughs> kind of hot. Um. <laughs> okay, just because you wish you were tied up and uh, she was cutting oh, you. Jesus, this is fucking PG, Julia. Thank you very much. My mother listens to this fucking podcast. You can edit us out. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> I will save it as a little snippet, but. Woohoo! We're a Patreon. Um, no, it was, it was hot because she's hot. And I. Okay, you're She's into polar bears. Fucking furry. Oh, Next question. That's so much worse. <laughs> I you. I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, also, like, they had guns twice. They had guns twice? There were two guns. There was Allegra's gun, and then there was Mirabelle's gun. Each gun had one shot. For why? <laughs> why even use guns at that point? Like... From the trauma. Yeah, just throw a fucking knife, babes. Like that would be so much sexier. Right? Also, she was a knife bitch. She was like, I will simply carve your little face off and cut your hand off uh-huh. and fuck you. Like, I was like, why is she showing up out of nowhere with a gun? <laughs> She's got a gun. Why? I love just weird. an evil, crazy old lady villain. Yeah. There was just there was like a couple weird details. She wasn't that old. No, she wasn't. Yeah, but there was, like, a couple weird details, like the gun mm-hmm. and, like, the electricity yeah. in the harbor. <laughs> she was like, oh, that I found so an outlet. Funny. What? What? It's a cave, bro. You don't have to have, like, he doesn't need to plug his phone in. No, that was funny. It was funny, but I was just like, for why? For, for what? For also, fun. that the bees do laundry, I like that. Yeah. Well, what can't they do? Mm. Be normal. <laughs> <laughs> god i love them oh i love them one that they kind of reminded me of in the nicest way yeah the Coraline rats that's exactly that's exactly it yeah but like better yeah nicer like the direct inverse of the Coraline rats Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely they were like yeah we'll be here forever thanks (laughs) cool (laughs) also it was so funny because the characters of the book were also reading some of the stories in the book. Yeah. And so they were putting things together way quicker than I was because yeah. they were written by the person who wrote all the stories. So they were yeah. like, oh, well, well, obviously, Fate's heart is in this puzzle box. And I was like, whoa, yeah. that's crazy. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> no, literally. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. He's got Fate's heart now? 
that's nuts. And then he was like, oh, but uh, fate's heart and a heart that belongs to fate is not the same thing. And I was like, what the fuck what are you talking fuck? about? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. They, I liked how they were like, hm, she probably wouldn't mind. Blah! <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we'll just take this. Don't worry about it. <sighs> what the fuck? I don't know. But yeah, there was just like things like that where I was like, what is happening? Also, I just want to say... Fuck you, Eleanor. I loved her, but fuck you for tearing pages out of the goddamn books. Okay, yeah, crackhead like behavior. Them. What the Why fuck? Why do you go into the super secret special room that you're not allowed to fucking enter, and you go, I will take this book because I want to because I'm a thief and a bitch. No, because I'm a rabbit and a thief and a bitch. Yeah, and I'm also like six. <laughs> and like just wandered away from home and nobody wants to put me back. <laughs> that is the funniest part. They're like, our population shrinking. Yeah, they were like, well, yeah, she got here on her own, so why would we, why would we send her back? Actually, they were like, we can't return her to sender. We don't know where she's from. Yeah, like, it's too weird. I'm like, you just, you. No, they lost the door and they don't know where she's from. No, I know, but I'm like, come on. Look for the missing page, missing persons ads. Quite literally. She's. Call the popo. Come on. Like, you, you throw her in your closest approximation, hang out for a little while and see if. Anybody's looking for her, and then you can go somewhere else. You just have doors walk that go around, around like a world. lost, like a lost um, dog. Like yeah. look for those like lost dogs. Yeah. Like, go around, buy some orange juices, see what happens. Honest to God. But anyways, anyway, anyway, Eleanor, she rips pages out of the wanders book. around, steals a fucking book that she's not supposed to steal. It's a super secret special book, and then she's like, I don't like how this ends. Ripped, gone. This made me feel forever. sad. I'm gonna. Rip it out and turn it into a paper star. How about we process our emotions in a healthy way, Eleanor? How about we don't just... Like, you know me. Mm-hmm. Books should be loved. Mm-hmm. Write in the book. Highlight the book. Crack the spine. Get it wet. Take it in the shower. <laughs> Warp the shit out of a book. Love it. How dare you fucking rip pages out of a book? I'm just so happy there's a line. Because, like, honestly, like, I think my mother told you this, actually. She used to cut short stories out of books when she was traveling around Europe oh, so yeah. that she didn't have... That's that's honestly respectable because I'm like, you're cutting out the whole story in one piece. You have disrespected the sanctity of the fucking narrative, Eleanor, and I will never forgive her for that. Oh, that is an unforgivable crime. Original sin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jail. Immediately. Electric chair. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, you fucking suck. Okay, but wasn't it so funny... When we started, like, reading, like, pages that she had crumpled up. And I was like, folded up star, gently not on my cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Parts illegible. There was one that was, like, a folded up star. Or no, what used to be a folded up star that got turned into a folded up unicorn. That still thinks about when it was a star. That thinks about when it was a, pa- a just a piece of paper. That thinks about when it was a tree. I was like, that's really cute. Yeah. That was cute. That was really cute. There, this is full of like little Easter eggs. This whole book, I yeah, love it. it's it's very good. It really was, which is again why we need the serial killer board. Yeah, like we're trying to find the Zodiac killer. Yeah, just trying to find the fucking plot. <laughs> she must have had a serial killer board. She had to have. She Red had spring to and have. everything. Like yeah, a flowchart, something. No, she needed the red yarn. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you could have this without the red yarn. Like, there's just so many disparate, like, things. And, like, okay, uh, half of, uh, 
Zachary's story is going to be in Sweet Sorrows and half of it is going to be in this one, half it's going to be in the other. Yeah, and like Dorian's going to be the moon and Zachary's going to be the sun, but like it's going to be a continuation of the moon and sun in Keeper's story, but it's also not. And I was like, what? Wait, Zachary's the moon? They're... No, Dorian's the moon. Dor- he wears really? the blue jacket with the stars on it. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Zachary wears the like brown, warm tone jacket. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and well, because he shows up at the end, right? And it starts mm-hmm. like the same way that the moon enters the end. Yeah. It was very cute. It's very Also, I just want to say I loved when he was like, you're the guy who has the moon for a wife. And he was like, <laughs> no, the moon is a rock in the sky, dum dum. My wife is my wife. But also, yeah, she's the moon. <laughs> Oh my god. It was just so cute. That was the funniest fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of like just like it was very whimsical. That was the right mm-hmm. word to use. What was the girl in the feather story? Pardon? The girl in the feather story. Where like her mom was a princess. And then she was like, oh, yeah. I'm not a princess. And then she was like, ha if my child sees ghosts, I, I think... will go to the Owl King. I think it's, like, another time that fate pulled itself together. Like, it's one of Mirabelle's uh, incarnations. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the ghosts are, like, the other incarnations of past mm-hmm. life. Yeah. So the Keeper was, like, the Owl King, but he wasn't the Owl King because he was kind? Yeah. Yeah, okay. 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 I'm putting the pieces together. Once again, we need the fucking corporate. This yeah. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go off, sis? I would love to. This was too much book. <laughs> Honest to God, I wouldn't have been upset if it had been split into two. Like, yeah. I know it's not long enough to do that, but fuck. Like, it was just so, there was so much going on, and I couldn't, it was so hard to follow. And I was just like, the, the stories were very nice. The star pieces were very nice. I thought that it was kind of cool how she, like, just, like, the actual structure of the fucking book was so hard to follow. Mm-hmm. Because it was, like, oh, book one, two, three, four, five, six. And then within these, we have different books that we're going to pull excerpts from. Sure, whatever. We have, what are the fucking books? Sweet Sorrow. Sweet Sorrows. Fables. Fortunes and Fables. I keep going to say Simone and Eleanor. Um, Aside... Simon and Eleanor, um, and fucking the star pieces, and then Cat's Journal. Yeah. No, but that's five. Mm-hmm. There was something. What else? At, what was in, like, book five? Uh, no, book five was... Book five was the stars. Yeah. Okay, book one was Sweet Sorrows. Book two was Fortunes and Fables. Yeah. Book three was Simon and Eleanor. Mm-hmm. Book four was... What was book four? What the hell? I'm confused. Julia, I'm lost. Is there a table of contents? No, that's helpful. All right. Okay. <sighs> Book three was the Ballad of Simon and Eleanor. 
book four was written in the stars. Okay, what the fuck was book five? It was Cat's No, journal. book six was Cat's journal. Book five is called The Owl King. Did we get any excerpts in book five? I don't know. I don't think we did. Huh, we didn't. Because they were both... It was Dor It was split between Dorian and uh, Zachary. So one of them is the Owl King. I think Zachary... Well, it would be Zachary, because Dorian goes to kill the Owl King, yeah. and he kills Zachary. Yeah. Okay, the Door in the Moon is one excerpt, but then Zachary doesn't even fucking read that. He reads the first line and then throws it away. Rude. Yeah. Which, honestly, at this point, I also would be. I'd be like, this is too much info. I don't need to know it. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> but, okay, so, like, even that, like, the structure of the book, like, it it seems to follow a pattern, and you seem like you fucking know what's going on, and you're like, okay, cool, I can kind of piece these together. There's a lot of work to do it, but, and then it changes something on you, and you're like, everything's lost, and I'm so fucking confused now. Yes. That's like, actually the turning point in the book where I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, is the Owl King. Yeah. It genuinely felt like a fucking acid trip like i was yeah. like there's a dollhouse and now he's in the snow and the, what was the fucking darkness oh, when he found Simon? yeah the evil darkness when yeah. they were like you want to die and he was mm -hmm. like no i don't and then they were like yeah you actually do want to die and he was like ah you don't think i do though okay maybe like i was just like what there's just a lot of shit and like the celestial hair sure okay it's the moon but like that's why like what was the point of having it there there was just a lot. There was yeah. too many details for me. And especially, like, it just, it lost me. It just, yeah. it lost me so many times. And it pulled it back, but I was just, the like, yeah, there was just so much fucking going on. And like I said, like, I genuinely, I had a hundred fucking pages left. And it's like, Zachary stands outside his mother's farmhouse. And Dorian's like, yeah, that was just a fever dream. And I was like, oh, okay. Is this how we're ending it? That's kind of lame. Fully 100 pages left. I'm like, this has to be where we're fucking wrapping up, right? Because what is going on? Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, there was too many layers is what it was. Yeah. There was too many layers. And I really appreciate the work that she fucking put into this. Like, that was, I, that's skillful. Yes. But... <sighs> the whole Owl King part I could have done without I could have done without part 5 yeah. and the whole thing would have been great I just like it's just it was too much or like the Owl King part should have been cut up yeah it shouldn't have had so much going on yeah honestly another book a novella yeah well cause or like we... split this into two books yeah yeah or somehow somehow break slow it down that's it, all it needed. Slow it down. Is the end the end needed to be slowed down? She was like, mm -hmm. I have one book and I have to make this all count, but I really want to do the whole long setup. Mm -hmm. Because I will like I do appreciate the long setup. It made it easy to follow at first. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're kind of like slowly getting into this very fucking complex, weird, impossible to understand world where things are based on stories and things are based on books, but also it's about time and fate and also I you know, it's about mm -hmm. choices, but you can't and it, I was like, okay, I can kind of understand how we got here because we've taken it very slowly and you're not overboarding me with information. Mm -hmm. Overloading me? Overboarding me? Overloading. Overloading. Bombarding me with information. That's the word I was looking for. Mm. Which she does a couple times throughout this book and I will say I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or she'll say a word and be like, or the Zachary, whatever. Whoever's narrating is like, mm -hmm. 
if that even is a word. And I was like, me too, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I do that too. Um, But yeah, like just the end, I was like, there is so much going on. And if you expected me to pick all of this up in the beginning, no, I didn't because Mm -hmm. I didn't think that it was going to be that important. Yeah. Like there wasn't enough emphasis on it from the start. Yeah, I feel like the time at university could have been cut oh down. Oh my god, yeah. And the rest could have been elongated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why didn't he just start going to the party? Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing, right? Uh-huh. Like, I didn't need the setup where he was, like, being followed and stuff. Uh-huh. Or, I think, you know what I think it is, though, is I think that the whole point of this book is, like, stories yeah and what makes stories good Mm -hmm. and what are essential elements of a story and here's a bunch of different different stories um that seem like they don't at all follow the same paths but -hmm. actually they do um and then there's that whole bit when they're in that like also (laughs) i'm so fucking scattered today but it's fine the whole bit at the beginning when they're in like j term what the fuck do you I mean you're in J term? I didn't need to know that. I didn't need to know that because I'm just jealous. Yeah. I'm like, you don't know, come back to university and launch immediately into classes. You get like a week or two to kind of like chill the fuck out. What's that about? You have a whole J term? Give me my time. Give me my extended winter break. But there was the whole thing where they were like doing a seminar that's not a seminar. It was just like a discussion. Yeah. And they were like, what makes a story good? And I think that that was supposed to be like, pay attention to what makes the stories good but i was like there's not enough there yeah for me to pull that like this is literally just like a love letter to writing it is it that's yeah. such a perfect way to describe it yeah which i appreciate i love books i love reading i love writing uh-huh. i love stories that's great then it turns into a hard to follow sex dream yeah yeah oh no that's exactly <laughs> what it is that's exactly yeah. what it is and it was also just, like, it felt very, like, self-congratulatory. Mm. Like, it was, like, writers are special. People who decide what we write is very, very <laughs> important. And the people who decide on the story. And the people who are reading this outside of reading this outside of reading. I was like, what the fuck is happening? It was just, it got a little bit, like, it was sucking its own dick at one point. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Yeah. Um, what time do you have dinner? Pardon? What time do you have to leave? Like, no, oh, I have to pick my sister up. How far is us town? I have like 3.30, so I'm already late. But we still have to do our essay. Yeah. Um, I just already said they're running late. I'll blame it on class. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, and I really appreciated what it was doing, but it was also doing too much, and mm-hmm. it was it was sucking its own dick for a hot while. Yeah. So I felt like Kat was a self-insert also, but I just, yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just that's sort of what I can go off about is the fact that it was so much. Like we can't even, I couldn't tell you everything that happens no. in this book if we just took this podcast and like literally laid it out plot line by plot line. No, I couldn't even create a serial killer board because no. I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to remember all the serial I killer boards. I remember board. everybody's names. They all have two names or none. Or none. Eh. <laughs> Anyways, I did think. This is the thing that I didn't realize and I was going to say is Kat was trying to find him and then I totally forgot about her because of course she's there for like 20 fucking pages and then disappears until the end of the book and Mm -hmm. then at one point there's like 
a note passed to Zachary that's like, a cat is trying to find you, but it spells it with a C. Mm -hmm. And there's a million cats all over the place. And I was like, that's weird. Why is the cats trying to find him? But then I was like, oh, it's cat trying to find him. That was mm-hmm. kind of cute. It was cute. But again, little shit like that where I was like, you're doing too much. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Too much. Too much. Speaking of too much, want to know what I do my essay on? Yeah. So much fucking symbolism. Like is that the so title? much. No. Oh. <laughs> um, bibliomancy and bees. Oh. Constructing religion in the starless sea. Oh, that's so hot. Because she does. What she's yeah. done is she's made a religion. At first, like a book that like rejects Narnia for being too directly paralleled to like Christianity. She's like, I will simply make a new religion out of all of these different symbols. Hello, and the bees I are God. Pagan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the bees are God. I was like, this is so fucking religious. Jesus Christ. Okay, cool. Great. Go off, sis. Yeah. But just so many symbolisms and kings. And I was just like, you have, you very much so made this a book about religion and acolytes and apostles and following and god and you know it just god is like bees and it's so literally much. the land of milk and honey yeah 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 i was like wow you cool. have made it very religious mm-hmm. also speaking of spiritual but not religious his mom was great loved her i loved her yeah so she'd be interesting to look at in the context of like how fucking religious this book is because she yes. is spiritual yes whatever even Zachary has this line where he's like, I agnosto-pagan. Agnosto-pagan. Yeah. Which I identify. <laughs> Mood. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. What about you? What would you do your essay on? Um, I would call it Fate, the Story Sculptor, an Examination of Choose Your Own Adventure Media. Ooh! Yeah. So especially like with the rise of like Choose Your Own Adventure Media in recent years, like Netflix Bandersnatch mm. and like Kimmy Schmidt's um, Interactable oh, yeah. Movie. Like that's becoming a lot more popular yeah. nowadays. Um, and like it's being marketed more towards adults, which is interesting because it used to be really marketed towards kids. Like I don't know if you remember, but I remember vividly like... The Choose Your Own Adventure books? Yes, yes. from when I was like a kid. Like my mm-hmm. reading buddy at like grade school would yeah. like read them to me. I'd be like, oh my God, we died. This sucks. Enthralled, yeah. It's so enthralled and I need to read it again and again to get the right path, you know? Mm-hmm. And find all of them. Exactly. And like the starless sea mirrors that in so many ways like it's mm-hmm. literally a labyrinth you have to find all the different paths like, yeah. to get where you're going but also like it's literally uses fate as a person and like predetermined destiny to show yeah. that like choice is not made by you but fate but then also choice is made by you uh-huh but then true. then mirabelle literally says he thinks i wouldn't let him have a happy ending implying that she like makes the endings yeah um which is a little contrary but i want to get into that what i want to get into is like how like choose your own adventure games and shows and books are all predetermined in the end by the authors and the creators and the artists Mm -hmm. um and that really i find it interesting that this book talks a lot about video games because Mm -hmm. in my opinion open world rpgs that that can be customized to a person Mm -hmm. and completed in a non-deterministic order is the closest thing to a choose your own adventure game like choose your own adventure anything that exists yeah yeah and so i think that was really interesting that it was brought up so much especially how cat wrote that game also not Mm -hmm. me like Hey guys, can we change our software engineering project? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the, the fact that Kat made a choose your own like adventure game is really interesting because the whole book centered on fate and yeah. choice and destiny and people like the Council of Owls trying to make a baby 
essentially. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we will simply raise this child. We because, will engineer yeah. a baby. Yeah. You know, it's like weird. It's very weird. Eugenics. Well, Is that the right word? No. <laughs> okay. Cut That's that like out. It's purposeful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like more like test tube babies. Okay. Well. Targeted absolutely one hundred percent. We, we do. Test we tube love babies. test tube babies, yeah. but I'm just saying it's yeah closer to that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so I would just go off about... Is this what this tailor fucking made for you? Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so you would go off about... Uh, the Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah. The rise of its popularity, I guess. Yes. Around adults, Past. which is, like, really interesting. Like, especially, like, Dead End Dog. Like, uh, that's too yeah. out of the scope of the essay, but, like, yeah. yeah. Choose Your Own Adventure. Because you can't choose anything else. Uh-huh. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. I like that. That's, Yeah. Because there's so much to unpack there. Because they do cover it. Like, they talk about it. And they talk about Choose Your Own Adventure books. Yeah. And so I was like, is this going to be a Choose Your Own Adventure book? When he brought that up I in the beginning. I would be so mad. I'd be pissed. But I feel like you could read it as one. Just read it out of order and see what happens. Honestly, you could. No, you couldn't. You could. That... She took the plot. Kat took the plot in this weird little meta-engineering. She took the plot of the book and went, aha. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I will make a choose your own adventure game. That's true. So she's like, it's a text-based game. Like that's the self-insert. <laughs> but yeah. No, I like that though. It was good. Fun. Pretty thoughts. Wow, this is totally made for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cocktails, like your fave cocktail. First of all, bees, animals, pirates, stories, books. Like video games, video games, my fucking specific video games. My favorite, yeah, quoted multiple times. Yeah, like it's like your username across platforms is yeah. associated with like Zelda. Yeah, like just everything. Everything is very, very tailor made for you. I'd like to thank Aaron Morgenstern for making this book for me. It should be dedicated to Julia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is in my mind. Um. Parting thoughts. Parting thoughts. It should be dedicated to you. Honest sure. to God. Like, that's what I walked away from this book with. Is I was like, this is this is Julia. If you, like, distilled everything about her into a wildly confusing book. <laughs> <laughs> I love being a girl of mystery. Yeah. Mystique intrigue. Yeah. Confusion. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, with that, I'm Julia. I'm Katie. This has been another episode of Getting Literate. We are reading Death on the Nile by yes, Agatha Christie next time. So start reading. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Uh, good night. Sleep tight. Tell the bees that you love them tonight. Oh, my God. This has been an episode of Getting Literate with Julia Honadel and Katie McCullough. Be sure to follow us on social media at Getting Literate on all platforms. And follow the podcast from wherever you're listening for more opportunities to get lit and get literate.